0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Changing Minds Online Sunday Night Inspiration Call. How are you doing, Akina?
1: I am great. How about you, Jessica?
0: I am doing awesome, and I am super excited about welcoming tonight's guest on the call, so, you know, typically uh many of you who listen to our show on a regular basis know on our Sunday night calls it is usually just Akina and myself. And every once in a while we bring someone on who we just really are are excited about, who have something amazing to share with you. And tonight I have the privilege of welcoming someone that we have thought was significant enough to bring on our show. So this person is it's actually someone that is very um special to me. I've had the opportunity To mentor and coach with this person for the last 90 days, and it's just been a privilege to work with him. He's the creative director of Soul New York Cindy, which is a branding and and marketing agency. He's a marketing expert. He recently appeared at All American Makers as their featured marketing and branding expert. And tonight he's going to talk with us about channeling your inner rock star and branding yourself to win. It's a privilege and honor to welcome Tommy Sparrow on the call. Welcome, Tommy.
2: Hey. Thanks a lot guys. Glad to be here.
0: Absolutely. It's a privilege to have you. So, you know, Tommy, a lot of people Yes, a lot of people listening to our call tonight, they may not know what it means to brand yourself. Now obviously we know what a brand is, but this may be the first time someone's hearing the fact that they are actually a brand. So what does it mean for to brand yourself?
2: Yeah, you know, branding is um, is a tricky thing because a lot of people always associate it with the visual. A lot of people think that a brand is a logo, which is really not the case. Um, if you really went back in time uh, to look at what the definition of a brand was or where the word originated from, it's what cattle farmers did to mark their cattle. So when they were out in the fields, they could differentiate it from the other farmer's cattle. So in terms of like modern branding, it's really how you differentiate yourself from other business people, from other executives, from other companies. Branding is a way to set yourself apart from everybody else.
1: Well, so,
0: everybody have a brand, or just someone with
2: a company? Everybody can have a brand. I think you know today because of social media, all of us are are really. Um, We're media outlets. We're all people creating content. And whether you realize it or not, ultimately, there's a a brand that becomes associated with it. So if you're the, you know, the stay-at-home mom who's always posting funny pictures of her baby, you know, doing silly things, you kind of become that person. People expect that from you. It really becomes part of your, your brand, whether you realize it or not. What you're putting out there ultimately gets associated with you.
0: So is it important to really create that brand powerfully?
2: Absolutely. I mean, especially if you're in a situation where you are, uh, you know, working to promote a business or promote yourself, whether you're a a solopreneur or an entrepreneur in other ways, having a distinct way to differentiate yourself is really, really valuable. And and it actually is like uh, you're kind of building equity in yourself. When you you work to build that brand,
0: now, that's fantastic. So, I'm um, sorry,
1: you go ahead. Now, um, when you're building a brand, what is your usually your first step that you should
2: take? Sure. So, you know, essentially, what you have to figure out is is who you are. You know exactly you know what kind of impression do you want people to have when they they're doing business with you, whether you're an individual or a company so you may have uh you know the the want for people to uh, get the impression that you're casual and that your business is laid back or you're you know really cool where on another uh, perspective you may want to be very crisp and very professional and we're very you know, serious about what we do. It all all depends on, um, A, like, what business you're in or what type of business you're promoting, and, B, like, what really speaks to you as an individual. Like, for me, you know, I'm a musician. Um, It's something that I've always been associated with my entire life. So for me to show up in a three-piece suit is not really going to fly. That's not really who I am. I'm the, you know t-shirt and a blazer and jeans guy. That's how I'll show up to a business meeting when appropriate. Um, and people would expect out of me. Um, so you have to kind of think about, you know, what fits for who you are, like who you really are, and then what is going to speak to the people that you're trying to do business with.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, Tommy. You know, I myself too, is I'm, I've definitely branded myself, and I am an athlete. And, you know, and it, often we've joked about the fact that I'll show up places in my running clothes and with my running headband, but that's really how I want people yeah. to see me. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I, I have, think um, actually we, we, who... we, we yeah go ahead, Tommy.
2: <laughs> no, we could actually call that a head brand. I think.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because you wear it so well. And... Uh-huh. Thank you, thank you, Tommy. For those of you who don't know me in person know that, you know, most days of course I you know sometimes if you see me on pictures of Facebook when I'm out in events and in my dress, but most days I'm you know, sporting Lululemon with my one of my famous um headbands. So that's uh typically my brand. You know, a lot of times people and and Tommy, tell me if this is your experience People are sending confusing messages. You know, oftentimes I will be working with people who are in the field of motivational speaking or who are network marketers and trying to promote the idea that they can create their life, but they're posting negative things on Facebook, or maybe they're posting really fantastic, positive things on Facebook, but it doesn't actually match the personality. And there can be a lot Mm -hmm. of confusion and sending a lot of mixed messages about who you are and what you stand for. You know, I'm a firm believer in being authentic, you know, both on Facebook and off in in life, but also really taking powerfully and in choosing what image you want to project to people, because especially with social media, and I'm glad you brought that up. Every time you post something on Facebook, you're creating your brand, whether you realize it or not. So if you're waking up and just saying, oh, it's Monday and then, you know, this is terrible. The week is starting over. And this is, you know, this is, the brand and this is the image you're projecting about yourself so how can we really just give some tips to our listeners about how to be authentic and be true to themselves while actually like you know we talked about tonight really channeling that inner rock star and branding themselves to win branding themselves powerfully so how do they achieve both being true but making sure they're
2: setting themselves up for success Mhm. Yeah, I think the number one thing that that I always preach to to anyone who is is, is con- concerned about how their brand is perceived, whether it be in the marketplace or whether it's on social media is consistency. Being consistent um through and through is like the number one thing you can do to convey authenticity. So as you said if if you know one day I'm posting these powerful quotes and the next day I'm complaining that I got cut off when I was driving to the office or, oh, it's raining outside. It's going to be such a crappy day. You're you're kind of out of integrity. You know what I mean? So being consistent with your message, whatever that message might be. So if you're like the, the dark, snarky comedian person, then great. Then be that because people will come to expect it and that's fine. But if you're this like empowering and like, uh, you know, someone who's talking about gratitude all the time, you have to stay consistent in that because people will sniff you out in a second once they know that you're really not that. And and it's so easy to find out. Um, everything we do is documented, right? Every post, every tweet, every blog, every email ultimately is stored somewhere. So, you know, people remember that stuff and, and it's really hard to recover. I think that's why you see um you know these things that happen online where someone who's like got this high level executive position sends out some odd tweet that is just out of alignment either with themselves or with who they work for, and it just becomes this whole public relations disaster, and it's really hard to recover from that stuff so for me, consistency absolute number one way to show authenticity, whether online or off.
1: That makes a lot of sense. that makes a lot of sense now where when you're consulting with someone on their uh branding, where do they usually uh start having issues in this area where do you what do you tell them when you see these when you're in a counseling session
2: as far as uh the consistency correct or inconsistency yeah, usually mm-hmm. you know it shows up a lot of times in the visuals. Um so for example you know I've I've consulted and worked with you know everything from Fortune 500 companies and you know major label recording artists like Beyoncé and John Legend down to local small businesses and what I see as a common thread when it falls apart is when there's a lack of consistency especially in your visual stuff so you know small businesses usually suffer from this because they typically don't have the budget to maybe hire a graphic designer or hire a professional firm to handle their, the stuff they put out. So one day they're, they're laying out their, you know, their logo in one font, and then the next week it's something else. And one week things are blue, and the next week they're green or purple. That's usually where you see um, inconsistency. Um, and it's just because they're just not paying attention to it. And I think a lot of, you know, in defense of small businesses, they're really just working to get their stuff out there and they're hustling and all of that. So they, they may not be paying attention to the details, but ultimately um, that will come back and bite you because, you know, it's just like people just don't know who you are. There's no identity. So you, you know, you wind up just like watering down your message when there's a lack uh, lack of consistency that you're putting out there.
0: That's some really great advice. You know, we do at Changing Minds Online, and, and a lot of us, um, and Akina is really the one to thank for this because she's phenomenal awful at, at branding. Um, but we put our logo on everything. If you guys look at our daily affirmation cards, on our emails, on our app, everything is really the same on our books. We put our logo on everything. And it, I think it's, it is very important to be sending that that signal. You know, one of the mm-hmm. things that I know is that a lot of times, when people will ask me to be on their show, or they're they're coming up with us, and we'll Google them, or we'll, you know, and we do Google everyone who we bring on our show and make sure that everything comes up positive about them. So just, and that's another thing to really talk, think about is just you know whatever you're putting out, it it is public and people are actually looking at it. You know, before we welcome anyone mm-hmm. on our show, we certainly look to see what they're kind of. Footprints are on the internet,
2: yep.
1: but you
0: know if, if mm-hmm. people can't find you, if it's inconsistent. You know we've, you know, seen people who have really like powerful, fantastic logos, and, and we look at their website, and it just it's like hot pink, and looks like a Barbie threw up on it, and it's it's mm-hmm. not not mm-hmm. not consistent with their brand, and it kind of turns people away. But you know I think that's mm-hmm. really I, I think you bring up a really great example with that, and also really just being careful what is out there. And you know, we I can give an example where somebody um wanted to be on my show and I was speaking in our show and Keenan and I were speaking to them and it was actually my choice where I I made the call where this person had pre had a lot of like motivational content on their person on their professional website. But when I found their Facebook pages they were using vulgar language and they were really mm-hmm. inconsistent on their personal profile. Or what their business stood for, and I made a choice and said, "Look, like there's no way we can bring this person on our our show. Like I love her, um, her expertise, and she's very successful, and I know she has a great message, but she also has this other side that it's not matching up. And I think I don't want you know anyone who's listening here, especially new entrepreneurs." And a lot of young entrepreneurs tend to get into this situation, especially entrepreneurs are in college, you know you want to post things when you're out with your friends, and you really just have to be very, very careful about what you're putting online you know and I wish I knew that there's things that I probably wouldn't have posted from a few years ago that i before I became an entrepreneur that you know are there, and there's not much I can do about it now and go back and clean up what you can,
2: but it is, mm-hmm. it is permanent, you know, yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and it winds up leaving, uh, you know, people with this experience of uncertainty, um, you know, when things aren't consistent. So, you know, consistency obviously is, is as you said, it's it's in what you say, it's in what you do, it's in, you know, what you look like, and that could be your brand and your logos and all your visual things. But it's, it's really all of those things. It's the whole experience of a brand or a person or a business. So, you know, if you think about a um, – You know, a McDonald's, you know, their brand is when you walk into the into the restaurant and if a place is kind of dirty because that particular manager isn't, you know, keeping it up, that really affects the the brand as a whole. You know, so there's so many levels that that it comes down to. It's, you know, you showing up in a wrinkled shirt to an interview, a job interview, as opposed to saying, you know what, maybe I need to hit the cleaners before tomorrow. So it's just like all of that stuff. it, It all plays into like this, this idea of branding. You know, and it's not just for big businesses. It's not just for um, rock stars, which is sort of, you know, I throw that in there because there's this, you know, there's this aura around rock stars that people want to, you know, be around them. They want to be like them. They want to, um, you know, just kind of be part of that experience. And, you know, in terms of how I look at it, um, you know, being a rock star is really, it's how you show up in life. You know, it's how your business you know, takes care of its customers. It's how, you know, you treat somebody when you're making a sale or when you're following up, it's all of those things. You know, you could be a rockstar garbage man if you wanted to, you know, like it, it's not so much about the, you know, the, what really a rockstar means. It's, it's like the essence of being like really driven and working towards excellence at all times and really loving what you do. And, you know, just like, really bringing the best of yourself to a situation. That's what I'm getting at when I'm talking about someone branding themselves like a rock star.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And what can someone do if if they're in a situation where I just talked about where they need to kind of do aftermath? You know, maybe they're listening to this call and they're saying, wow, you know what? Like, this is not really what I've been doing. How can they make steps to start branding themselves like a rock star and also take steps to clean up what wasn't the image they were trying to leave?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the cleanup, you know, in, in the digital realm, you know, could be challenging. Um, you know, so it really depends on what channels they were on or, or, or where the sort of bad stuff is living. Uh, but for example, let's say you had a Twitter account where you were like spewing, you know, nasty stuff. I would probably just say delete the account and start with a fresh one Um the thing is, you know, if you've if you've kind of gone down this path where people have a a not so great experience of you or your business, it takes a while to build that trust back. So I would say, you know, tomorrow's a new day. You could start fresh tomorrow and just try to start building new good vibes out there whatever they might be. You know, it's it's a matter of um, you know, starting over, you know, wipe the slate clean and just give it give it another uh give it another go. Um, you know, moving forward Thinking about that consistency, what wasn't working before and what will work moving forward is sort of staying consistent in message and in voice and in tone and all of those things that that people will um, be in contact with as they are either working with you or working with your company.
0: Akina, I know that um this is all fantastic news for people that are doing things like we're doing and because you really are the one for doing the majority of branding for our company as far as posts, you know, can you give women some advice or anyone listening to the call some advice on you know what resources you're using? I know we do a lot of things like post planning and um different organizational tools to help us in, in figuring out like what we're gonna do so you know, you're not, and and this is again. A lot of people may say, "Well, the consistency. I can't be consistent because my my schedule's crazy." If you're organized and you spend an hour a week doing your social media planning, it becomes much easier. So, Kina, can you point people to the resources that we're using?
1: Well, of course, I know that uh, as far as graphic designs, I use Canva, uh, and I also use Word Swag. Uh Both of those are very helpful. Uh, for what we're doing also um I use um the scheduler in facebook when I'm doing facebook, or we can we also have a buffer account for uh facebook uh twitter and of course uh instagram and pinterest uh, we i also have um if then then that com i use that to link. Uh, the Facebook and the Twitter so that uh, whenever I post anything on Instagram, the pictures actually show up in the post instead of a link. So that's definitely Hmm. been helpful for when uh, the uh, people are using our affirmations of the day, uh, they can actually see the picture automatically instead of just having to click on the link and wondering what it was. So, uh that has definitely helped in the engagement. Um what uh, types do you use
2: uh Tommy? Which um what tools do I use? Yeah, I'm I'm yes. pretty hands on. I mean my my background um I started, you know, in in this industry as a graphic designer. So typically, you know, I'm doing most of my design work myself for the things that I'm putting out there. Um, you know, I just, it just happens to be something I enjoy doing.
1: Um,
2: you know, when I'm working with clients, that's not always the case. I do have some, some, uh, you know, resources that I work with, usually some freelance designers and things like that. Um, you know, and, and then with tweeting and, uh, and Facebook and all of that, believe it or not, usually I'm tweeting live in most situations. I'm not one to do a lot of, um, you know, buffering of tweets, you know, at this point, you know, with the amount that I'm doing it, you know, it's manageable for me. Usually when I'm tweeting, it's either that I'm in an event or if uh, the TV show is on, I'll be live tweeting during it. So I tend to, to be a little bit more hands-on, but I do use TweetDeck in order to manage, uh, you know, uh, chats and things that I'm following. Uh, I have some experience with Buffer. Buffer is a great tool for that. We've also been using, um, what is the other one? Uh I can't think of the name right now but it allows us to, you know, uh panels at once. And you know, any of those tools, you know, if if you're accustomed to wanting to get things lined up at the beginning of the week, by all means automation is fine, but there's also that experience of, you know, making sure that you're responding to things, you know, so the the automatic stuff is great, but I always I always hate when I see, you know, the same tweet go out 5 6 times a day that always you know, tends to bother me, or it it looks very canned or repetitive. That stuff I don't really I don't really like.
0: Yeah, I agree. And there agree. is a yeah, there is a place I think for the and in Akina and I, we do also a combination of both. You know, there is a place I think for planned posts. You do have to be careful with your planning, and you know it it
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know one of those things too, where you also want to go back and check your content. I always be aware. I start every day with making sure I'm aware and just re- reminding myself of what's posting, because if something happens, let's say there's some sort of tragedy where, you know, God forbid, you know, something bad happens in the world, and all of a sudden you're you're posting ten minutes later, hey, it's going to be a wonderful day today. Like, what a great day to be alive. Yeah. Well, that's probably Mm -hmm. not the signal you want to send. So you do want to be aware of what you're posting. And definitely, like, people do want those live posts as well. You know, I tend to do more, we tend to do more posting with automation on our business end when it comes to, you know, sharing our podcast. You know, things we're going to be doing anyway, you know, where we have our affirmations of the day, we're not always... Posting those every day in the morning. Sometimes they're planned, or they're always planned in advance. But you know, when I'm running and when I'm doing things on my personal profile, you're not really going to see a lot of automation. So there is, mm-hmm. a, like you said, a place for it. But you also do, and that yeah. is part of your brand, is when you're doing things live. You want to share what you're doing.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that the stuff that is like, um, you know, more uh marketing focus where you know your show is on twice a week so there's nothing wrong with you planning out all of your posts and making sure it goes out at appropriate times. All that stuff is totally cool. And people will get that, you know. Um you know so it's really just a matter of what's comfortable, what works for you and what works for your business and your audience.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So tell me uh we know that uh, you're doing a lot of different products uh and projects right now. Can you tell us about some of those?
2: Sure. Probably the most interesting thing that's happened in the last um you know, in the last year was getting a random call uh last summer to appear on a reality show that was being shot in Brooklyn. And I was a little skeptical at first, um, obviously. You know, someone called and said, can you be on set on Sunday to shoot this TV show? So, you know, I asked for some information. As it turns out, it was totally legit. And the show was going to be appearing on the Science Channel. Premise of the show, All American Makers, is that um, it gives inventors and makers an opportunity to pitch their ideas to two experts who have invented all sorts of cool stuff and one venture capitalist and what differentiates the show from uh like a shark tank if you will is that the products actually get tested so there are focus groups where people are uh, general public gets to you know try the products out to see what it does the two inventors on the show actually put these products through their paces to really see if they if they work um so really interesting to get to see that angle of product development or or business idea development you don't necessarily see on television. And what my role is is that I will come in once an episode and usually it's towards the end when they've they've whittled down the pack of uh products to maybe one or two. I'll give my opinion about uh the product from either a marketing or branding standpoint and they'll give me some you know possibly some questions that they'll ask me about it. It was really um fantastic experience for me because it was really the first time that I've appeared on anything like this. And it's one of those situations where you're thrown right in the frying pan, don't have a lot of time to prepare. And I'm really, um, you know, forced to think on my feet, which I really enjoy. Um, and it was great. I shot four episodes uh, of season one last summer, and we just found out this week that the show was going to a season two and um, hopefully we'll be shooting uh, again uh, in the next couple of months. So I'll keep you guys posted as that develops. But yeah, really exciting uh, to be able to work on something like that.
0: That's phenomenal! Congratulations on on your success with that. Um, and then you also think, have a blog that you're you're doing as well, right? That you that you're, you just kind of got started, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. I've had the blog for a couple of years, but I um, you know was kind of hot and cold with it. Um, and then recently, I committed to to blogging uh every day or close to every day, and you know you 'll find everything on there, from you know marketing tips or a branding idea to a lot of like inspirational stuff you know uh, as you know we met jess we were part of a leadership program, so you know i 've been in the the experience of having to coach people, and i found a lot of um, I've just gotten a lot of joy out of sort of conveying messages in my way. Um, so a lot of the blog will also be inspirational um, messages as well. And you can find that, which uh, is my name. It's com. And you know, I'm posting you know pretty regularly at this point. You can subscribe there. I'd love to uh, to get some some new folks on the list. That would be really really cool. And uh, I hope you guys check it out. And we welcome comments and all that stuff as well. Uh,
1: yes, yeah, we definitely Thanks. will because we actually have it posted on our web, on our Facebook page right now. So if you're listening, just go to our Facebook page and click the link right there.
2: Great, great. appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, most definitely.
1: Yeah.
0: Very good. Well, Tommy, um, we are about at that point of the show where we need to wind down for the evening. If you could uh, wrap up, kind of uh, give us a takeaway for our listeners tonight, what would that be?
2: Sure. So we didn't get to talk about it too much, but I wanted to just convey like this, this idea of branding yourself like a rock star for me. Think about any concert that you've ever been at. And at the end, people are just screaming for more. They want an encore. They want the artist just to keep playing. And no matter how many times that artist might come out and play an extra song, there's still that desire to have more. And if you could think about how to position yourself, whether it's in business or at your job or your company, how do you get people to become fans? Think about what sort of message or what sort of way you can bring yourself to business situations where people just want to have more of that experience of you. That's really uh, what I think is like the biggest key to branding yourself quote-unquote like a rock star is turning people into fans of you so that they always want to be involved in what you're doing or to do business with you or be in conversation with you. That's really the key to that. Well, that's
0: fantastic advice here. Thank you so much, Tommy, for being on our call tonight and sharing this with us.
2: Oh, my pleasure. I'm so glad that you guys had me on, and I'm – Looking forward to coming back. I'm in the process of writing a book, so when the book is book is released, I hope you guys will have me back on.
0: Absolutely. It would be our pleasure. Um, Akina, if anyone wants to find a recording of this, can you let them know where they can find the call if they want to share it with their friends or listen again?
1: Oh, most definitely. Of course, you can always find us on Thank Your Minds Online in our archive section. and You can also find us on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, SoundCloud
0: and Potomac. That's awesome. Well, you know, everyone, we just we hope you enjoyed the call tonight and we just want to have, you know, make it a really powerful week and we can't wait to be back with you on a Thursday night call. You know, I always end the calls the same way by telling you, you know, we love you, we are thankful for you for listening in and just allowing us to kind of guide you on your journey. You know, God bless and just make it a powerful week. Um, have a great night everyone. Thanks, um thanks Tommy. Thanks, Akina.
2: You're welcome. Good night.
1: Good night, everyone.